Currently 48 degrees in Appomattox, 47 in Amherst, 50 in Salem and Roanoke, 49 in Danville, 48 in Bedford, and 47 in Hill City. 806 on the morning jam on the phone right now, Bruce Rubenberg. Good morning, Bruce. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're excited to to have you on. Uh, Of course, it has been uh, quite the week uh, for Israel. We had a listener who reached out to us after uh, the attack on Israel and wanted to know if we wanted to to talk with you because you have such close ties uh, to Israel. Uh, Let's start by, by telling folks, you know, who you are and what your what your ties are. Sure. I, my name is Bruce Rubenberg, and uh, my family, uh, we have a lot of family in Israel, and um, I, I have a lot of friends in Israel, and uh, as, as you said, um, this has been an ordeal uh, since it started. I, I, my phone has just, I can't get off my phone. I have to charge my phone twice a day. Um, just to keep just up. Just for my family, my friends. You know what they're going through. Uh, they're sending me so much stuff, so much footage that you don't see here in the United States. Um, I have friends in the IDF, and they they send me things, and it's just uh, it's really horrific, you know. So so let's talk about that. What what are you? Let's talk about those first messages that you received. Um, what what were they? What were they saying? You know, those the first messages I received were. We're under attack, and, and you know, in Israel, uh, you know, our people, when you say you're under attack, it, you know, it, it's bad enough, because we're, unfortunately, sadly, we are used to rockets being fired and, and sirens going off, and then it's, it's, it's so sad to say we're used to that, that but we normal. are. That's normal, yeah. Right, right, so we're under attack, I'm like, okay, and then when I start getting these messages from my family saying, Bruce, terrorists are everywhere, Hamas is infiltrated. Now that that's a whole different thing, mm. and I'm and I'm writing them back, and I'm saying, "What are you talking about?" Right. And they're telling me they're to the south. They're to the south. They're infiltrated. They're in Israel. They're wow. shooting everybody they see, and oh I'm you know, and then things start panicking a bit, and I start getting these messages from my other contacts and friends in Israel, and they're saying that people are dying and. You, you know they're being captured and and you know so obviously my wife and I which she's Jewish as well and and we're just now we're starting to kind of sit still and listen and then the videos and the pictures start coming in yeah. and um i would say that's when everything just kind of hit the floor i mm-hmm. uh, it, it was I, almost speechless i i it was you know it was uh i couldn't find any words right it was, you know, it was just nothing, you know. As you say, I still have a hard time finding words, right. you know. Right, right. Um, Under, understood. So, so are, are, they, are they just sheltering in place? I mean, what, what can you do? Yeah. Well, well, my family, luckily, was northern. Okay. So they were, you know, once they started getting word this was all happening... Uh, which, you know, I, everybody was just so caught off guard. Right. And they came in by land, air, and sea. Mm. And uh, if you're not familiar with Israel, there's tunnels. There's tunnels everywhere that they have built. Hamas has built tunnels everywhere that they go from Egypt 
from Gaza to Israel, and Egypt tries to, uh, you know, from destroy the tunnels. We're just overrun with them, and that's where they get weapons mm-hmm. coming in from Egypt, and then they, you know, come in um, that way. So it was just kind of overrun, and yeah, people just kind of sheltered in place, unless you were in the south. If you were in the south, you were just caught wide open. Right. You know, they, they, they went wide open field shooting everybody, then they just went house to house to house, and just tortured, tormented, um, the brutality was I, I, is indescribable. Um, and, you know, it, it's just coming out today. So one of my friends in the IDF sent me a video today, and uh, it was just this morning, or around 3 a.m., and our time. And, uh, you know, everybody thinks that they went to the music festival and just shot everybody. Like, that's not bad enough. Right. You know? Like, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not. It, 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 it's, it's worse. It, mm. They have bodies that are tied together and then burned alive. Oh, yeah. my God. They have, I, I mean, it, it's really, I, I, it, it is atrocious. The I mean, thing, I, I, I can't, you know, I, I, it's, it's so, as a mother, um, yeah. to hear the stories about the babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, um, yeah. It, it's just, uh, all of it's horrific. So, right. so let me ask you, as an American, um, I have been horrified by some of the response of of American people, and I don't, no. I cannot wrap my head around <clears throat> the anti-Semitism because I wasn't raised that way. I mean, as a, I was raised a, a, as a Christian, and my parents, you know, taught me that. The Jewish people are the apple of God's eye. Um, we were taught about at Christmas time. We were taught about Hanukkah, and yeah. and I mean we we were we were taught all those things, and we were we were taught that even though we we disagree as far as you know Jesus uh, is concerned, that we are to respect and love the Jewish people, and so yeah. when I hear people say the things that they say i don't understand why they say those things and then when you have people in our own congress taking up for hamas how how does that make you feel well i I think you said i can't understand it um you know there's a few things there uh one is when you talk about being a mother, you know, I'm, I'm a, I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old, Eliora and um, RVV. And uh, when, I, when I got that first message about the 40 babies they mm-hmm. found, which they don't even know. Right. From my intelligence that I got, they don't even know if it's 40. Because could, they can't tell. Could be more. Right. It could be more. They can't Absolutely. tell because of the way... Right. Some of them were mutilated. It, it, you know. I mean, this is and, evil at, at a, a, a yeah, whole it, that, that, new That's level. exactly right. Yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, you know, and then I, I just think of my five-year-old, which would have been their help, target, and my one-year-old. do that, yeah. Yeah. And all I want to do is hold them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy. And, and then when you talk about the support for Hamas or the Palestinian Hamas, you know, it, it's really interesting because 
people that go to the pro-Palestinian, and then they say, well, we're ruled by Hamas, but we're under their rule. You know, when's the last time you heard a Palestinian come out to condemn what Hamas did? Right. right. I haven't. And I won't. Right. Right? And then you say, you know, our, you know, everybody in Israel knows this. We've known this forever. And then we say, okay. People say, well, that's because they're too scared for their life in Gaza. What about the ones that aren't in Gaza? Mm-hmm. How come they haven't condemned it? Right. They won't. You won't hear it. What's, no, they, they want to say things like, oh, we feel bad for the people on both sides, right. which is just right. what a cop-out that, that, that is. This, yeah, this, that's exactly right. This may be yeah, an obvi- and, uh, obvious question. Hamas, yeah. Obvious, this may be an obvious question, Bruce, but I, what is the American media missing? We know about the, the nut jobs because Dearborn, Michigan, the hate that was coming through those speakers, some of those speeches that were given in Dearborn, Dearborn which has a heavy Muslim population mm-hmm. for most people that don't know that, uh, that the hate is just unbelievable. What, what, is the, what is the American media missing that you feel like your friends in Israel would want us to know? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked because, I, you know, before this, I reached out. I made a video for my friends and family in Israel. I said, I don't want to be the one passing my message. I want to pass your message. And I had, I had over 40 of my friends, family, and, mm-hmm. and some that I have never met and I don't know. Right. Israelis, they wrote me, and like, please tell this, please tell this. And I will tell you one of the biggest things that they just want people to understand is that this is nothing new. Yeah. Something to this scale right. is new. Yes. The brutality is not. Mm. This has been going on for so long, and the media here just hasn't done that. You know, how many years has, and, and this is factual, how many years has people that have rioted in Israel that have Palestinians and, and Hamas have thrown rocks, thrown rocks, and I'll tell you something about rocks in just a moment, thrown rocks, and then when Israel retaliates, they throw women in front of them. Mm-hmm. And that is not, that is factual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, and it's just, that's what is, we want people to know. This is not new for Israel. Can you, this can you tell scale us, is, this, this, and, and this is something I learned just this week, that Israel provided the infrastructure for the Gaza Strip, <clears throat> excuse me, the Gaza area, and some of that is plumbing, and that they've actually uprooted the plumbing pipes, the waistline pipes, and turned them into missiles to shoot against the, the, against the people that provided the damn plumbing. 100% true. Israel in 2005, when it re-established Gaza for the Palestinian people, gave it infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Hamas came in and... All they do is military and for weapons. That's all they do. They, yeah. they don't take care of their own people. Right. And then everybody looks at Israel. We, we need to you go know? to break, but we want you to hang with us and come back. Because when we come back, I want to talk to you about how asleep America has been and what this means and what the, the implications could be in our country now that we have more and more Muslims living in our country 
when we come back. Yes, and, and, and I would like to just tell you something very quickly, a story after break, if that's okay. okay. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Okay. On the phone right now, we have Bruce Rosen, uh, Rubenberg, sorry, and he's got lots of connections and friends in Israel. His phone blew up uh, just the other day when things were happening. And no, this is not just a simple little thing. We are being invaded. Uh, we'll talk with Bruce here coming up out of the break. It is 718 on The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. It is 721, resuming our conversation with Bruce Rubenberg. All right, Bruce, you uh, you had some stuff you wanted to share. You had a story you, you said you wanted to get out. And, yes. Uh, let's go ahead yes. and set that up, bud. Yeah, so I, I have a good friend. Uh, he, he's American, but he's Medellia. He lives in Israel for years, a long time now, a long time. But uh, he was from New York and moved to Israel a long, long time ago. Anyways, his name's Moshi. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just came to visit me and my family, and he spent time here in Lynchburg for the first time, you know, in the forest. And uh, anyway, so he's back in Israel. And his brother and his daughters are with him, his brother's daughters. And two days ago, Moshi calls me, and he tells me that his brother and his two daughters can't get back to the United States because the airlines, all but one airline, was shut right, down. Right. So he can't get here. Anyway, so his brother's in a rental car right outside of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And as they're riding down the street with his two daughters, they start getting stoned. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm saying stoned. I'm like, okay, Moshi, what are we talking about here? Well, his daughter had to go to the hospital and get all the glass removed oh, from her face, wow. from the windows. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they put tires down in front of the car and road, hoping people would get out of the car. That way they could go and attack him. Instead, his brother was smart enough to go around the tires and kind of go off-road right. versus actually get out to move the tires. Wow. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff, you know, you're dealing with right now. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty nasty. So, how? I mean, have you lived in America your whole life? or? Yes. I, my fa- I have a lot of family in Israel, but I've been in America my whole life, and I have been fortunate and lucky enough to live in the Lynchburg Forest area. Okay. So, you know, after 9-11, people were, you know, very wary of um, the the Muslim religion, um, how they want to get rid of the infidel, and, and how they hated not only uh, Jews, but Christians as well. And, mm-hmm. and people seemed to be like they were kind of wise to that it took something horrible for them to get that now it seems we've become apathetic again and and we're then they things are said like well not all muslims are like that mm-hmm. and not every well if if they're practicing muslims they're practicing muslims in my view um mm-hmm. we have a lot of muslim people living in this country are, are we going to see something like this within our own borders well it's interesting you say that because uh i don't know if you guys are aware but i've been getting message after message after message between yesterday and today is my business open today yes I, i'm sure right. you're aware that the gl- yes. they put out a jihad yeah. global jihad day. right 
global jihad today. Yeah. So uh, Muslims don't like Christians either. No. Right. <laughs> no, they and, do not. Uh, you know, he, he, the Hamas, the leader, he, he wants their them to take weapons, but more than weapons. This is his his speech. He wants their blood and their bodies. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's perfectly fine to go strap bombs to you and walk in somewhere and kill yourself too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when you when you say are we in some kind of danger? I mean, you know, today. I'm on extra alert, sure. obviously. So, you know, I, let me I, I certainly think, you know, oh. it, it, when you put enough people together that mm-hmm. don't like you, right. yeah, you're going to have a problem sooner or later. Let me ask you, you're, you're a father, right? Yeah, oh, yes. Let me ask you a tough daddy question. How, how do you break it down? And I don't know how old your children are. You can tell us. How do you break it down for your kids that, and, and carefully let them know there are people that, that hate other people? And, and we have to be careful. And, and those, how do you do that as a dad, Bruce? Okay. So that, that's a, what a great question, right? Uh, interesting. I, I have a five-year-old, Eliora, and I have a one-year, just turned one-year-old, or Vivi, both two, two little girls. And I was speaking to my friend, Amit, uh, and he has an 11-year-old in Israel. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, that's what I said to him. I said, how is your son taking it? And because, first of all, if you are raised and born in Israel, right. you are accustomed a little more. But his, you know, his response to me was, "Well, you know, Bruce, he's a, even at eleven. I don't think he fully understands what has happened." Yeah. And when it comes to my little girl, my five-year-old, I, I am honest with her. Mm-hmm. I tell her there are people that don't like us. There are people that want to hurt us mm. just because of who we are. Yeah. I think it's important that she understands that my family comes from Holocaust survivors. Right. And my, 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 my father tells me all the time of a cousin that he, he used to see with the marks on her arm and mm. the tattoos. Mm. And, and I think it's important that she understand things like this happen yeah. and they happen to us for the reasons they do. And I am not trying to instill fear in her, but I'm not going to shelter her that much either. She needs to know. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, good question though, right? How do you tell a five? Yeah. Yeah. You got, like you say, you got to be honest, but you, you know, these are fragile kids. I mean, you know, we're Unfortunately, Janet and I cover some of the silliness that goes on in our own country right. with kids and, and how people are trying to influence young minds that aren't ready to process certain things. So so thanks for thanks for your honest answer there, bud. We uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning, Bruce. Um, we are praying for your family. Uh, we're praying for Israel and uh, and we're praying for the safekeeping of of our Jewish friends here in this country and around the world. So just know that um, there are a lot of people, regardless of the craziness that you see uh, out there, there are an awful lot of us who really support you and and support Israel. Um, Thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for being supportive. That's what we need more than anything. Even more than money, we just need support. Yeah, sure. Publicly, people that have the courage to stand up and say, I stand with Israel. That's what we need. Yeah. Right. Great. Right. Thank yeah. you so much. We uh, we, no, we really you. appreciate it. 
Total Robert, thank you very much, and uh, have a good day. You too, Bruce. Uh, be safe out there, you and your family. Bruce uh, Rubenberg, uh, just sharing some of his thoughts, and uh, has many friends and family in Israel, and uh, and hopefully, Janet, he'll stay in touch with us and, and kind of give us that insight that we need to have. Yes. Because the media, um, they're, they're going to give us the sensationalism aspect. Right. And, and they will give us some of that heart-wrenching stuff, too. But it, some of it comes from a skewed perspective, and I, you know, we need to, we need to hear from the people on the ground, and and Bruce is um, certainly doing that. So, yeah, keep them in your prayers. Today is is a national global day of jihad, according to Hamas and others, and Iran, and of course we know Iran's main goal is to wipe them off the face of the earth. Right. And you know what? I take them at their word. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not candy coating this. This is for real. Yeah. This is real world stuff. Yep. And. Um, you know, and they've they've proven it by how they've you know attacked Israel on multi fronts, and you know we just had a story on air just uh, not that long ago about um, you know the possibilities of them going into Gaza and doing certain things, and they're warning the people of Gaza get out if you're not part of Hamas get out right for your own safety, and Hamas is saying uh, don't get out. And then there's some in the world leaders are saying, Israel, don't do what you're about to do. So it's, um, you know, it's like you and me against the world, the old Helen Reddy song. It's like the U.S. and Israel against a lot of the world. I'm telling you, it is heartbreaking stuff. Hmm. No doubt about that. Yeah. It is 730. Kimberly McBroom's going to bring us some local news from WDBJ7. And then CBS will get us an update on on national news. It's the uh, Friday edition of the show. We'll have some more Friday funnies coming back to you. We do have an interview with Julie Wheeler that we're going to do coming out of this break about a scam that's going on right now for those that are signing up for Medicare enrollment. And we're at that time, and there's some scams out there. Julie will be with us in about five minutes. Thanks for being here today. Currently 49 degrees in Salem, Danville, and Roanoke, 47 in Amherst, 49 in Appomattox, uh, 49 in Bedford, 47 in Lynchburg. Um, before we go to our, our yeah. next guest, <laughs> so th- today we need roller skates. I, we really do. Today. Yeah. Um, I want to take just, just a moment to thank every listener who sent encouragement, well wishes, prayers to bruce and his family mm-hmm. um it really does mean a lot yes it does to, to him mm-hmm. uh that that you do that so thank you very much for for sending that love his way yeah and the listener that sent us bruce's information thank you that was just rusty rusty that that was amazing that that connection that you have mm-hmm. with him and then allowed us and our listeners to and, in, indulge and there with bruce that's why that's why I love what we do mm-hmm. is because our listeners are a part of our family. Yeah. Our listeners do participate actively, right. whether sure. it's sending us life hacks or sending us yeah. some of the Friday funnies or mm-hmm. sending us great guests like this. Yeah. And, and we thank you more than you know. You guys and gals are just stinking awesome. awesome. You're awesome like this next lady from She's the, awesome too. the Better Business Bureau in uh, Roanoke. And it's Julie Wheeler on the line to once again warn us of some crazy scams that are out there. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Good. And you know what's so funny about this one? Maybe not funny, but right. it's, a, it's a reality check for old Marky here. I am just on the verge. As a matter of fact, I've had one meeting 
uh, with a financial guy to talk about Medicare. And oh so I am eligible after November. And so we talked to him. And, you got a whole new storm coming your way, I do. buddy. And I got the donut <laughs> hole coming, which I'm pretty excited about from Dunkin' Donuts. And um, <laughs> but but there are scams out there during the time of enrollment. And that's where we find ourselves. Yes, we have open enrollment every year. They have it from October 15th to December 7th. Those are the actual dates, but it's typically mid-October, first, 1st of December. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the opportunity for anybody who is on Medicare to make changes. Right. They can change, you know, between Medicare Advantage plans or uh, straight Medicare. They can change their drug plan, um, add a drug plan, drop a drug plan, whatever. This is the time of year where they allow those changes to take place. So it's really important if you're on Medicare and maybe your health has changed, maybe you're taking different medications than you were, it's really important that you have somebody review what your um, what your coverage is and see if there's a better plan for you because it does shift depending on what your needs are. Um, and, you know, don't just assume that you're on the right thing because you could be spending money you don't need to spend or maybe you need to spend a little more to get, you know, better coverage. Right. But this is the time to do it. But, you know, as we know, with any time where there's something that a lot of people are involved in, either affected by or, yeah. you know, need to take some action, right. this is when the bad guys jump in there and go, yeah. oh, this is a great way, great mm-hmm. time for me to take advantage. Yeah. yeah. And, and and tell us about some of those ways because we, we still get I, – I could uh, – I could uh, put a book together, or a nice scrapbook together with all the letters that I've gotten from the AARP, Liberty Insurance, that insurance, this person, that person. And, you know, that's some of the ways that we, we get bombarded is through our actual mailbox. But that also comes into our electronic mail. Mm. And that's where the easier scam takes place, I guess. Well, think about it. Direct mail is a lot more expensive. So those are typically not all of the, all the time, but. You know, 90 plus percent of the time are going to be from real companies who right. just are trying to get your business. And those sure. may or may not be um, hard solicitations or just like an open, hey, give us a call. You're becoming eligible or whatever. So, Or come, um, to, come to our seminar and we'll give you a baked potato. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But what we see, a lot, most of these are via phone. Still, this yes. is one of the few that still tends to be primarily a phone contact. Do you Email think that will change to, as as our seniors become more and more tech savvy? Absolutely. Now that is the easiest way. But the one thing about Medicare is they cannot call you out of the blue for unless they already have a business relationship with you. Ah, so, so it's illegal. So if you're not working with somebody and you get a call saying that they can, um, that they're going to upgrade your Medicare or get mm-hmm. you a new Medicare card or they can give you this free gift if you sign up with them, those calls are not supposed to be made like that unsolicited. Okay. If you set up an appointment, you contact them, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be bombarding you, but they are. I mean, I've talked to so many people that have just been getting call after call after call um, with you know, whatever the different offers is, trying to get your personal information. A lot of times, as always, they, they scare you. Oh, you've got to upgrade your Medicare card or it's not going to work. So we've got to have your information in order to send you a new um, enabled card, you know, smart card or whatever. So, so you know, we've got to be very okay alert. Yeah, because my, my in-laws, and I use them as an example, because I'm around them sometimes when those phone calls come in, 
about this, that, and the other, and they they tend to be a little more trusting, although sometimes I've watched my father-in-law, and I'm so proud of him, he, he will pick up the phone, and, and he'll act like he knows it's a scam. He has a little fun with it. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the, the, the latest thing my wife's been doing, she's taking a page from her husband, she'll pick up the phone, <laughs> and she knows it's a scam. She'll go... Hey, this is WGCP, the GC4. She saw that from me. She got that from you. Yeah, I stole yeah. it from Janet. Okay. So it, she acts like it's a radio station. It's she, great. And she goes, you're on the air. Uh-huh. And then there's this pause yeah. and then a click. Yeah, I'm click. telling you, nothing yeah. shuts it down any faster than that. Absolutely. They don't want to be recorded. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, <laughs> Which I don't people, understand. It's so much fun. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's a lot of people out there that are trained to help you, but they are not supposed to charge you for that help. So if somebody wants to charge you to evaluate your plans or whatever, that is, it's not legitimate. Um, you know, if you go to like your local area uh, agency, uh, aging agency, mm-hmm. they have um, like counselors that can help you work through this if you're not right. sure. Or if you, if you have um, an insurance person that you work with, you know, they can certainly help you evaluate, but they're not supposed to charge you for that service. Um, they get it through, you know, signing you up for the plan is how they get paid. So, you know, but again, same old tips on, on telemarketing. Right, Don't right. give personal information over the phone. Right. You have no idea who you're speaking with. Mm-hmm. Don't rely on caller ID. With new technology, they can make that phone number say anything. Yes. They can it's spoof crazy. a number. They spoof yes. local cell numbers yes. and make it look like it's a local cell number. And I've noticed, too, and, and if people talk to you about this, sometimes it's the same thing. And one time it'll say it's Charlottesville, right. and the next time it'll say it's Bedford. Right. Um, and it's the same scam. And it's the same scam. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they can. They like those local numbers get people's attention because right. they think, okay, well, maybe maybe I just don't have this number in my contact. Exactly. So um, and they also, well, though, will use, like, um, D.C. numbers and mm-hmm. make it say Medicare or right. healthcare oh, or whatever. So, right. um, again, you know, they're not going to call you, I promise. You're not going to get a phone call out of the blue from Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, um, period. We're we while I got you on the line here, and I know you 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 need to head off for, for some other things. But we're on the eve of you know the holiday season. Yeah. People are already starting to shop mm-hmm. online to get ahead of the game or whatever. What right? I, what, <laughs> I you know the Bible says there's there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> so I guess when it comes to scams, scams are nothing new under the sun. But there are creative ways that they make it look new. Um, what what do you have coming down the pipe that you've been told that we should watch out for as we enter this uh, holiday season and the big purchasing time of the year? Well, obviously, AI is huge, yeah. and, and it's going to impact every single aspect of our world. Um, I anticipate seeing things, the website, with the way it tracks, with the way the web tracks how you search, more targeted um, opportunities back for you to make purchases, mm-hmm. which may or may not be legitimate. Some of them probably are, but it, it also is a way for them to create the perfect item that you're trying to purchase yeah. and get you to do that. You know, fake websites, um, last stat I saw was 8% of websites are fake. Wow. 8%. That's a lot. So, Can you talk about Timu a, a little bit? Maybe we've talked to you about this before, but this seems to be the latest one that has popped up everywhere. T-E-M-U, I believe, is how it's spelled. Yeah. You know, I have not used it. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know people uh, who have. I, I I haven't. Um, yeah. I have I've heard I've heard positive and negative. I okay. think it's one of those things where you're you gotta be real careful about the quality of what you're getting. Right. Um yeah, and, if you think you're gonna pay two dollars for, you know, a pair of pants and it's gonna be high quality, you're probably setting up for unrealistic expectations. Maybe. Yes, and we you know, we've seen that a lot in the probably the even gosh, probably to up to ten years ago where the um they will take pictures off of legitimate clothing retailers yeah. mm-hmm. and post them for sale. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's most of the stuff is based in China. Right. These, these fake websites or these websites, I, they're not fake, but they'll have a New York address, which is like a private mailbox or whatever, right. but they'll post pictures of real stuff and then you order it and it's at a much discount, you know, nothing price. Yeah. Um, and then they make it, quote-unquote, to order. They don't have the sizing. They mm-hmm. don't have the quality fabric. So you get something, and say you order a size 10, and it's a size 20, or it's a size 2. <laughs> right, and right. It, and the fabric is not what the picture was. You know, and there's at that point, you have no recourse because it is shipped directly from China. Sure. There's nowhere to do with it. You know, and um, so you've lost that money. And I know people who've bought like a whole wardrobe of this oh my stuff. Oh gosh, wow. Yeah. Junk. Yeah. Junk. Just, just F, like not even, not even fit to dust your furniture with. Right, right. I mean, it's Pretty much. terrible. Yeah. And, and I, I, I anticipate a lot more of that mm-hmm. as, as you get targeted for what you're searching for. Right. Um, here it is at a, at a much better price, but it isn't much actually. One more um, question before we let you go. Uh, one of the other things that we're seeing a lot on social media is uh, postings about, um, and usually it's in these Lynchburg yard sale sites and oh, thing, yeah. things like that. The animals. The animals. Uh-huh. And everybody sharing them. And I found this injured animal on Timberlake Road. Please bump this post right. so we can find who owns this animal. What is with that? Well, obviously, they're not real. And right. you see them market to market to market to market. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bizarre. And they, they seem to jump on those yard sale pages um, because the actual lost pet pages do more screening. Mm-hmm. And can make sure that you know that it is a legitimate thing. I don't know if they're trying to engage you and then get you know personal information. I'm not sure if it's like a number of shares. If there's some benefit, if they mm. can benefit from how much something is shared. Um, right. I've had a hard time figuring out exactly what the the pitch is there, unless they're trying to engage you in conversation, right? And then from there go into something else, whether they're, it's but um, don't open yourself up, yeah to it they're they're prospecting for your gold yeah Yeah, i I think you've if you see something that pops up and i don't know you'll see it i I see the same pictures all the time on that stuff from different areas and you know it comes up if they don't have an actual like locality that makes sense like they say the the street wrong spell it wrong or they don't Mm -hmm. even have anything that's local um you steer clear, but look more to your sites where the lost pets are posted. Right. You know, whether it's your... Um, like your shelters and that kind of thing, SPCA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's some legitimate, like, groups like Lost Pets in Bedford County, Lost right. Pets in Franklin County, whatever, where stuff is more monitored. But something shows up on a yard sale page, a Craigslist or something like that, 
that's not where anybody who has found a pet is typically going to go to try to find the owner. Gotcha. Well, Julie, as always, we appreciate your time. And thanks for getting us informed on those uh, few things. And we will touch base with you again here soon. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy this fall weather, okay? Indeed. Absolutely. I'll see you. Great talking to you. Take care. Julie Wheeler from the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. We've we got to her. go to some food now. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I was almost ready to go to break, and I am hungry. Uh- <laughs> it's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Well, Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. They are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Well, uh, tis the season. We're getting to the, the season where... Uh, people are going to start, you know, making oyster stew and doing things with, you know, yeah. frying up those oysters and all that that uh, yumminess. Uh, FNL gets oysters fresh in all the time. They've mm. started already uh, this year, and they're going to be continuing uh, through that that holiday season. Now, um, I had Todd Ramsey send me this recipe himself. Mm. This is uh, a recipe that his family uses for oyster stew, and it's the perfect time of year to be making that. It's going to be a little bit rainy over the weekend, so uh, maybe you're going to want to give this one a try. And this is just your classic oyster stew. You're going to take your stew pot, and you're going to melt an entire stick of butter. You heard me. I didn't mix my words. I li- no, I love it. <laughs> it's that's, that's it's a, better with butter. There's a great way to start out any recipe. If it says a stick of butter, you know it's going to be delicious. That's right. Uh, so you're going to melt that on low heat, and you're going to add in one or two pints, depending on how many people you're you're feeding. I would put the two pints in, uh, especially with that amount of butter. Okay. Uh, and you're going to add everything, the, the oyster liquor, the oysters, everything. And you're going to cook it for a couple of minutes. After that, you're going to add a quart of half and half and a quart of milk. And then simply put salt and pepper to taste. Now, you can, mm-hmm. like, saute some onion a little bit if you want to do that. If you want the, the uh, stew to be thicker, you can make a little roux uh, with uh, add, by adding a little bit of flour. But your okay. traditional oyster stew doesn't do any of that. Um, you add the half and half, you add the milk, stirring nice. it constantly, never bring it to a boil. Okay. You season it with salt and pepper, and you got to have your uh, oyster crackers. Okay? Uh, there you have it. Oyster stew would be the perfect weekend to have that. Uh, check out our recipes by going to Facebook. Type in Janice 5 and 9. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on boneless chuck roast, $4.98 a pound. Family pack pork spare ribs are $1.98 a pound. 
Family Pack Chicken Drumsticks are $1.48 a pound. Fresh Boston Butt Roast is $1.98 a pound. And Family Pack Pork Steak or Country Style Ribs, $2.48 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Gen X candy was mean to children. Mean to children. We had candy like atomic fireballs. <laughs> you couldn't eat that. It was who could leave it in your mouth the longest before you spit it out. Right? We had lemon heads. Just, <laughs> just, and we had pixie sticks. Just, <sighs> just a straw filled with sand and sugar. Just. <sighs> And you would try to suck it out, but it was made out of paper, so your spit would like <laughs> close the end, right? So then you just have to eat the paper too. Just, yeah. <laughs> that. And then at some point that wasn't big enough. They came up with a big plastic one. Just, That's when you knew oh, it was Easter. Yeah. I'm still amazed no one asphyxiated off a pixie stick. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. Though. You I remember those big ones. I would never attempt that. Do you? Re- uh, did you? So you never had the big? Oh, ones? I had the I had the paper ones. Oh well, but the big ones. I thought I'm going to choke before I get halfway. I have choked. It it was like because you would suck it in. Probably not I, safe for children. To you know? Have. Did they still have those? I bet you somebody got sued. Somebody probably I, expired. I some kid. Okay, but here's the thing. After he was done playing with yard darts, you know what the old people version of a pixie stick is? BC powder. Well, see, I've never. Okay, never. and if you get I've a done BC powder flavored with orange, right. It really is okay. like I did BC or goodies once, and I, <laughs> right. How do you people do this? Just give me the damn pill. I do. I'll it do a pill because I'll tell you if you deal with really severe headaches mm-hmm. and you want that headache to be gone, right? You pop that goodies on the back of your tongue. You just gotta. I drink. I drink first. Get right. my right. mouth get wet, wet, and yeah. then. I put that on the back of my tongue, and right. I'm telling you, in 10 minutes, I have relief. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, it's a popular way of doing it. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't. But right. it seems to me a pill is just powder in a you know, solid but form. But it takes longer for it to, 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 to take work. effect. It just doesn't yeah. work as fast. Right. And But yeah, I think BC powders are the adult pixie sticks. So I haven't used these generation. things in, I mean, decades. And just recently started because I, I came back from the cruise with a little bit of a sniffle, you know, and then some people, you know, that, that we were with got COVID, mm. but they got, I think they got COVID towards the tail end. None of us, I just talked to my brother yesterday, just those two people that live in Alabama got, got COVID, my relatives. Anyway, so I, I, it happened last year. I used to lube up my nostrils every night with, oh, with, the with Vicks. Vicks. Okay. And, and then I started having a reaction that my that you know the entry of my nostrils were starting to burn they were crusting up and i was having a bad reaction to vicks all of a sudden i don't know why so i had to come up with an alternative you know those little things are about this long they're about two and a half inches you unscrew them and you and, oh. and doing both nostrils you know yeah. it's a solid and when you shake it you you feel that little the cylinder moving popping inside. up and down right so i've been doing that every night because it helps me sleep at night that's okay. why i do the vicks or i did the vicks so i've been doing that Wife's a, wife's a little concerned. Oh, she you're, thinks I'm getting addicted to it because you're snorting so, it every night. <laughs> so the other night I said, "Now, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the Vic stick." 
Yeah, the Vicks thing. Yeah. And I said, I shook it to where she could see me shake. And I said, haven't used it since last night when I laid in bed. Okay. She thinks I'm, I take it to work with me or something. <laughs> You're just sniffing it all the time. I'm sniffing it like a like a kid, like the little chubby kid in the third grade that <laughs> right. had the fruit markers that he would steal from the teacher, <laughs> right. and he's over in the corner going. <laughs> you all went to school. You. Oh my gosh, you, I can't. You know who they are. You know the huge. I mean, they're they're like an inch and a half in diameter, about eight inches long, and they've got the the magic marker is like a half inch by a half inch. You open one of those and you get high right off the bat. Right. I mean, the smell, I can't take that kind of smell. Mm. It just, it gives me a headache. Yeah. And to think I used to use contacts and making countertops for 30 plus years. We won't even talk about the model airplanes he made back in the day. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I have friends in high school that sniffed model glue. My I mean, they're Seriously? sniffing glue, they're huffing paint. What on earth? And then the first time somebody... Uh, you know, when I was doing some Cool Whip, because I love Cool Whip and Ready Whip. Oh, so you're whipping. I said, whipping? What do you mean? I'm eating, I'm eating whipped cream here. What do you mean, whipping? People, oh, no, you, you inhale the humans, propellant to get high. Humans said, are you kidding? contain absolutely anything. It's so sad. CBS News is next. Bill Trafiro on the way.